Court, the movie podcast where Sean and John watch shit, talk shit, and most importantly, eat shit. We are the law. We are the law. Welcome. Hello and welcome back to the show, John. We, we haven't seen you in many moons. It has it's maybe been literally been a fortnight. It might have been. Uh, welcome back to the See, show. Had, have we had two Joshes and a Gary since I've last done it? I think just one Gary, one Josh. One Gary, one. Uh, probably not a fortnight then. Close though. What is a fortnight? Is that 14 days? Oh, is it I thought 30 it was like a days? month. I don't even is know. It, is it 100 days? I thought it was a month. Is it not a month? What is four score and seven years ago? Uh, that is uh, how long it takes for you to bleed out, bleed out from a head wound. Oh, really? Yes. Shit, that's a long time. I know it's ironic that Abraham Lincoln was later shot in the head. <laughs> that is really it's, uh, incredibly ironic. Yeah, yeah. Don't you think? <laughs> I a do. little too ironic. Really? Yes, I really do think. Like rain? On your wedding day. Oh. And I will blow Dave Coulier. <laughs> in the wait, theater. Ba- in the theater. the theater. In the back of a theater. Yeah. Hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, you. Hey, you. I just think rain is ironic by itself. Isn't it true that none of the things that happened in the Alanis Morissette song Ironic are ironic? Yes. Isn't that a thing? I think almost all of them are not. It's not irony if it rains. It's like bad luck, right? I have no idea. I think things that are irony are like uh, if you get blood in your mouth or spoons or chicken hearts. Those are irony to me. If you get if you get spoons in your mouth? Spoons taste like blood to me. Okay. So they are therefore irony. I get it. Yeah. I think. Do I get it? Maybe. I'm not positive I do. I haven't been on a podcast in a minute. It's fun, gotta, isn't it? I got to feel it back out. <laughs> you just talk about stuff, whatever comes to your mind. You it's know what fun. would be irony if I got it in my mouth? What? A knife. Whoa! Or knives, plural. It, right, kind of As knife. it were. Aren't they most, mostly made of steel? We did eat before we saw a movie, though. Actually, I ate, and you watched me eat. I had many that? a chip. Yes. I ate probably 10,000 chips. We ate at Classic Tex-Mex Establishment. Chewers. 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 Well, they are the having parlance, a chew. And the parlance of a overly British actor portraying a subtly southern actor. He would have said Chewers. Somewhere from, he's from uh, New Orleans or something. We'll get to that later. But what? I had my Tex-Mex meal. Yes. Which I get, I actually get the classic Tex-Mex meal. Really? What is the classic Tex-Mex meal? Classic, it's called the classic Tex-Mex enchilada. <laughs> oh, that's what it's called? Yes. <laughs> I never knew it was called. But uh, you just decided to watch me, which must have been horrific. It was cool. <laughs> I liked it. It was like, like a... Like a hall room for truffles. You know in, um... In The Here. Last Jedi, when Mark Hamill is drinking green uh, tit milk from yes. some weird monster, it was like that. That movie was directed by Ryan Johnson. Oh, I didn't even think about that comparison, but it was, in fact. Green tit milk. This green has got a little bit of Gatorade in there. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> it was quite good. It was. Uh, I think you may have still found a way to eat more than me just from sheer chips and salsa intake. I had a shit ton of chips. It made me feel like I was going to fall yeah, apart. You, you, your quote before we got there is like, I'm just not going to eat this time. Yeah. I'm not hungry. Yeah. I don't want to eat. Yeah. You eat alone, fat, so. I did say. And I was like, okay, it's fine. Cool. Big ass boy. Yeah. Thanks. Keep eating, you big old big, big yeah, boy. I think, yeah. Which in res- retrospect sounds cruel. As I said it, I was like, this is a perfectly fine thing to say to a friend but, yeah but you I, called then I, me you said you said you have tits why don't you eat some more you tit having <laughs> yeah you tit having monster get more lard for that <laughs> ass you lard ass you said why you, would i say that you, i don't know you said are you trying to entrance a mate with your giant 
<laughs> blow frog jowls that you keep billowing out, breathing hard. Yeah. It was what? insane. I really... just, and what was crazier, though, is I just smiled and took it. Yeah. I just took it. It was a long monologue to I, try to get yeah. out. Yes, yes. And then I ordered a classic Texas Me- Tex-Mex. <laughs> yes. And I ate it in silence. And you you kind of, like, kept berating me Yeah, in between your own eating sounds. I did say yuck a few times. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you would just say yuck after I took Ugh. a bite. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Mm, no oh. thanks. Ugh, weak sauce. You would go, why do you... And then you wouldn't finish your... <laughs> you'd, go, you'd go, why do you do... Uh. Ugh. Why would you... Oh. Just can you stop? But I did finish. I uh, did finish my plate. It was quite good. It was delicious. And then you rolled me down to the theater. I did. And we saw for me the fourth time, and for you the second time, Knives Out. Knives Out. This feature film from Ryan Johnson, director of all the movies. He directed The Last Jedi. He directed that other ones. Looper. Uh, he he's directed two movies that I liked and two yeah. movies that I didn't like but didn't hate. Yeah. Like I'm not a big Last Jedi guy. That's fair. I did not like the Brothers Bloom. Brothers Bloom's eh. Uh but I quite liked both Looper and Brick. Looper and Brick fucking rule. But yeah. I think I think this is my favorite Ryan Johnson jam. Wow. And it's funny because it's changed as I watched it. The first time I watched it, I would have to say nay. I'd have to say the nay. Yes. Because of pretty much one thing we should get to when we get to our low man low okay. man a totem pole. Yeah. Uh, my worst part, dragged it down for a while, but it just, as you watch it a few more times, it just doesn't bother you as much anymore. Yes. Um, I think Looper is still my favorite. Yeah, Looper's really good. I will say, while we're talking about it, there, there's almost no way to talk about this movie without spoiling it. Since right. The, since the spoiling happens like 30 minutes into the movie, and then there's like more unspooling of spoilers sure. I think we, we don't usually care about spoilers. I think we can not spoil the ultimate spoiler. Because it ultimately doesn't matter. Yes, but I mean, it's a, it's a whodunit in the style of Clue, or even more so than Clue, Death Trap. Yeah, um, and He's it's a, a lot of fun Death if Trap you fan. like those movies. Isn't it funny? And if you had told me that Clue would be a more influential movie than, say, like Best Picture winning Pritzi's Honor, yeah, or Best Picture winning Ordinary People, or yeah. all. Kramer versus Kramer, all these movies from the 80s, mm-hmm. that Clue would have more impact and have oral histories written about it mm-hmm. on stuff like The Ringer and Salon and Ready or not silly shit. Yeah. And this and... If you had told me those were the types of movies that were going to uh, stand the test of time, I guess I would be happy because I like those Clue's types of movies. Clue's great. Yeah, I love Clue. Yeah. Yes. Pregnant pause. Pregnant. It was, man, it was fat as hell. I, I uh, was stifling a uh, a belch. I don't know. Are you going to puke? <laughs> uh, we might as well do the plot of this movie, which is... I'm going to leave it to you since you've seen it less times. I have seen it less times. Okay, so there's an old man. He wrote some mysteries. He's got a bunch of kids. Uh, they are ungrateful. He dies, and it's mysterious. Who done oh, it? Who killed him? It looks like he cut his own throat, but did he? But did he? But... But did did he cut his own throat? I don't know if he did. Did you have a most favorite part of this film? My most favorite part of this film. Yes. I guess I can I do like one of those cheating sweeping favorite parts? I'm I have like four favorite parts. Okay, so you can I, okay, do as so many as you cheat. want. Okay, I'm gonna cheat as well. I was kinda blown away. We've alluded to when discussing this movie that 
it has one of those star-studded casts. Yes. That, as I correctly surmised, it doesn't it? They're not in it all that much. Yes. The main character is a lesser-known actress who is quite good. And, yes, she's. And uh, took us a while to figure out where we'd seen her before, but because we had only seen her nude mostly. Yes, she's, she's mostly nude in Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I don't know her name, like Anna something, but she thinks to Armand. Yeah, I think so. But she's really good in it. Um, yeah. And uh, but all those other actors who I had said before in previous podcasts, I kind of don't like most of them. Yeah. Like, I'm not a big Jamie Lee Curtis fan. You are not. Like, I don't like Don Johnson in anything but Miami Vice. And I don't like... Who else is in this? And and sometimes Christopher Plummer lets me down. You often don't like Michael Shannon. And then... Uh, uh, well, I do like Michael Shannon. That's you, not true. You said that you don't often like him. I, I do like Michael Shannon. He hasn't been making the types of movies I wish he made all the time. But That's I true. do like Michael... When Michael Shannon's good, Michael Shannon's very good. And he oh, is... sure. And if you made me pick one thing, he'd probably be the best part. He is fantastic. Uh, and, I, and I really thought that, especially in the trailers, I thought that... Who's the gal from Hereditary? Oh, Tony Collette. Tony Tony Collette. I I, I thought she looked like she was going to be shitty in this. But everyone's awesome. Yes. There's only one actor in this whole movie who really sucks, and boy does he suck. But everyone's really great, and it's like an amazing ensemble performance. Yes. Um, So I was really surprised by, like, Jamie Lee Curtis is kind of incredible. She's pretty fucking good, man. And then, like, Don Johnson's like, we've never seen this Don Johnson. He's incredible. So good. Maybe he's just a horrible dick, and he's never been able to play a horrible dick before. Now, you know I love Captain America. Yes. Captain America never lets you down, Chris Evans. God, he's so good. He's vying for the best. But this is, you know, our our best of the, it's our best of the best. It's our Giro, it's our Yairo. I'll have to go with Michael Shannon's delivery of the line, Nana, Nana, <laughs> did you eat? To eat? <laughs> he, he delivers many lines perfectly, uh, and uh, I think this is in the in the running for right, right now. My best actors are as follows. Yeah, uh, it's a three man race. It's, okay, uh, this is for the year. For the year, okay. we've got uh, Bokeem Woodbine and Slim and Queen, which we haven't done yet. You haven't seen yet, but isn't it is, that Queen and Slim? Whatever. <laughs> it should be called Queen and Bokeem. Okay. But he's completely insane in it, and I you need to see it. I can't wait till you see it. Okay. And it's like, a, 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 it's not just a performance, it's a lifestyle. Okay. It's Bokeem Woodbine the Lifestyle brand. That sounds great. And I can't wait till you see it. Uh, and then there's uh, Mark Ruffalo's performance in the trailer for Dark Waters. It's <laughs> neck and neck. seen the film yet. Neck and neck with that. Just okay. the Mark... Mark Ruffalo's performance in the trailer for Dark Waters, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, followed by, uh, and then right up in there is uh, Michael Shannon uh, drunkenly brooding with a cane and screaming yeah. in an 121-year-old person's ear, <laughs> Nana, did you eat? <laughs> to eat? <laughs> He's just really good in this. His voice is insane in it. It's yeah. like really way, way up in his range. Yeah. Like, he certainly has never talked like this in his whole life. Well, he's kind of back to his roots where he's kind of the, we're going to WrestleMania guy from Groundhog Day again. Yes. He's back to like, I like Michael Shannon when he's fucking weird. He's really fucking weird in this. Like, it, I he makes a bunch of movies with a bunch of people who I understand that he broke into the business with. That I just don't give a shit about those movies yeah. anymore. I don't want to see Midnight Special or Mud or any of that shit okay. ever again. I'm tired of those movies. I like Michael Shannon cutting loose. Mm-hmm. I'll even take Michael Shannon as General Zod. I don't want to see Michael <laughs> Shannon playing like, 
you know, kitchen sink dramas, revolutionary road bullshit. Give me this weird unhinged Michael Shannon. Because, by the way, his comedic timing and what had to be ad-libs, I will not eat one iota of shit. Yes. Are some of the best parts of the movie. He's He's really good. He's just really good, whether he's stewing in the corn like there's a lot of good bits of business in the background of this picture yeah and a lot of attention detail there is so much detail like the the lady who plays his wife in this movie by the way barely in the movie she's in the background of many scenes just owning it yeah just completely dominating it i've seen this movie four fucking times it's a good movie (laughs) it's pretty good like i kind of see it four times on accident Yes. Lately, I keep seeing movies on accident over and over again. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you about I've seen The Irishman three times in three days on what? accident? That sounds great. Oh, it's not great, Sean. It's not great? It's a great movie. Well, here's why. Can I, tang- can I keep tangent? Go ahead. Is this tangent long enough? I, is this not is a yet. tangent within a tangent. Yeah. This, this is, is Inception. Tangentception? So I go out to L.A. for business. Ooh, wow. The first night, I am. I have nothing to do. The Irishman has come out. It's opening night of The Irishman. I go see the goddamn Irishman. Fuck yeah. Three and a half hour long movie. They didn't go take, for it. Didn't take a bathroom break. Me neither. Uh, the end of that movie might as well have been The Star Child from 2001. I was I had to pee so bad I was hallucinating. Yeah. It was nuts. Uh, I had to sit down to pee. That's how bad I had to pee when I got out of that wow. movie. Wow. Because uh, sh- the sheer blowback from the urinal would have just caked me in urine. Did you pee out of your butt? I might have. Okay. It def- you know, once you sit down, all bets are off. <laughs> uh, and then the next night, uh, so I may meet some, uh, you know, you have to network out there. It's LA, I've heard baby. that. You know, you got to get in the room. You got to network. So that. I'm networking my little nuts off. Nice. Well, they, everybody wants to go afterwards. I'm going to go out. Well, everybody wants to go see the goddamn Irishman again. So I go see the Irishman again. <laughs> uh, and then day three, I'm out there and I secure the meeting that I really want out there with the person I really want to meet. And, you know, lo and behold, he wants to go see the fucking Irishman. Wow. So I saw the Irishman. I saw 10 hours, 10 and a half hours of the Irishman in uh, three days. Get back for Thanksgiving. What does dad want to do to avoid family discussion after yes. Thanksgiving? Watch the Irishman. That sounds now, awesome. I just left and let them watch the Irishman that time. But I have seen it once more after that. But the, Knives Out, I just keep seeing it with people. Mm-hmm. And it's just it's a fun, like, Clue and Death Trap, especially Death Trap, Yes, are two of my favorite ch- movies from my childhood. And this movie uh, evokes it in all the right ways. I don't think it's as good as either of those movies. Not quite. But I, do, I have enjoyed it more and more each time I've seen it with all the detail and all the fun things. There's so uh, much detail. And I'm glad I've seen it so many times because I rescued a person during a viewing of this film. The person was me the, the first time we saw it. Yeah. I was about to leave. There is a huge spoiler. It's uh, like 20 minutes in, maybe. It's Yes. the Basically, the end of any other uh, mystery happens 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah. And they tell you who do- does what and why. <laughs> There's this is a this is a reverse double whammy who done it. Yes. And they give you the answer, the fake answer to who done it early. Yes. And then you kind of backwards. You kind of, you know, it, it it's your modern. It's it's your modern deconstruction of a who done it. Yeah. It's like if you go get fried chicken at a really fancy restaurant. Yes, it's a and tiny And the fried chicken is like completely like it's got like like foam on it. Yes, octopus de- hair. Yeah, it's good deconstructed frisson fried chicken. It's know? really good. But it is really damn good and you're like, yeah. I'm glad I paid, you know, 62 bucks for this 3 ounces of food cuz that shit <laughs> yeah. was delightful. Yes, exactly. But Sean was getting up to leave at the one moment you could not leave to ever understand anything that ever happened in this film. It was a bad idea. I chased him down and made him watch it from the corner. You helped me and I want to thank you for that. You're welcome, Sean. Uh, may I euro? Yes. Okay, one you took. 
Yeah. Not, not one iota Shandog of millionaire. shit. Yeah. Not oh, one, oh, yeah. Not is, one iota of shit have I yet. He's not going to eat the one iota Why of shit. Why couldn't he have played the pivotal role of Benoit Blanc? Oh, <laughs> that would have been awesome. Yeah. Okay, there's a few. One, Walt, played by Michael Shannon, mm-hmm. calls uh, Marta. And uh, she sees his name on the phone. Mm-hmm. And then when she answers, he says, hi, Marta, it's Walt. Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't understand modern phones. He's great. I love that bit that he just doesn't get them. Yes. I uh, think I also do that, so I feel <laughs> I feel very seen. I'm pretty sure I always say, hey, Sean, it's me, John. <laughs> hey, it's your friend John Burr. John Burr here. Hey, you remember? We do a podcast together. What's up, man? You want to go to the movies now? <laughs> uh, I loved the two separate Rashomon-like uh, people uh, next to Dad with the candles. There's two set sep- two sets of couples with dad while the candles are put on the table. It's uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's and also Walt. They they both have the same moment with the candles, which they couldn't both have, right? Oh yeah, there's a lot of stuff like that. So I think what Sean's trying to say is that they, there's a lot of perspective shifts. Yes, and the retellings of things where different people do different things. Yes, depending on how. They remember it, yes. which makes that's what makes it a fun, fun flick. Is because the more you watch it and eminently repeatable watchings, is you see all these little storytelling devices. Yes, and, and uh, Ryan Johnson even takes it a little further because he does a lot of audio cues, like where there'll be storytelling or narration going along with the uh, with with the flashback, and the audio and the flashback will kind of fuck with each other. Yes, and it's a lot of fun. Yes, the the way people say things often changes in flashbacks. Yeah, um, and I like that a whole lot. There's also a lot of, and this is broader, but there's a lot of uh, challenging expectations. Yes, a whole lot. Yes, like the the housekeeper comes and brings food ostensibly to uh, the man who is now dead. Yes, and in any other movie, she would scream and drop right. the tray. And she just kind of fumbles it and goes, ah, shit. Shit, yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. There's one part when Don Johnson throws a baseball out a window, yep. and you certainly expect it to go through a window and break it. Right. But for some reason, it just goes the through an open, open window and just lands <laughs> in the fucking yard for no fucking reason. And, like, so many of those little bits, all they all matter. Every, every little bit seems to matter. Like, the yeah. baseball is important so that later Jamie Lee can see the note that... She will know how to decode. Oh, it's extremely neat and tied up. Yes. And in most movies, we're not going to like that. Something this intricately, neatly tied up. Yeah. But in the crystalline structure of an Agatha Christie yes. type movie, it's supposed to be this way. And it's supposed to. That's why Death Trap, this movie, Clue, they all work because they wink with you. Yes. And they take you along for the ride. And then they usually have some sort of twist, be it of the knife or be it of a, a narrative twist of that. that that is still fun. Yes. You know, it, it, it doesn't, you know, part of liking these movies is they make you feel smart. Yes. Which is interesting because part of Ryan Johnson's whole uh, over as a filmmaker is they make you feel smart because he has so many references to other movies that you like. Yes. Which in some ways makes him a lesser filmmaker because there's never anything wholly original. Mm, and yeah. like, and Looper, it's like this weird mashup of Blade Runner and Witness. Yes. And it's like very specific and it's weird that you should be able to pinpoint it like that, but god damn it, you can. Yeah. And then it's like this movie is the same way. It's you, you know all the reference points, but he does it in such a loving, fun manner that it still kind of kicks ass. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's why it didn't really work when he does the Star Wars movies, because he's being asked to do something almost too specific. Like, he does make a pretty good Star Wars movie. But, yeah. But but having Luke brush his shoulders off in a Star Wars movie doesn't work. Yeah. Oh, God. I don't even want to think about that. One other Euro for me okay, before okay. I put the phone away. Is it um, is it uh, is it the same where he goes, Nana? Did you eat no. to eat? <laughs> I like no? that one okay. a lot. All right. But I knew that it would be your favorite, <laughs> so I took another one. Uh, Don Johnson. They are discussing um, immigration. Oh. In uh, the most on the nose moment in the movie, but because there's a big immigration ice uh, yeah. theme that we won't <clears throat> batter to death. It's very well played. It's interesting. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I think it is like. It is played with enough humor that it doesn't seem as on the nose as it should. Sure, yeah. Like, I think if in a lot of movies it would just be like, oh, they're suffering. They're really suffering. But, yeah. like, even the people who say that, you're like, oh, well, this person's kind of stupid, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everybody's dumb. Yeah, the Tony Collette uh, super yeah. lib character comes off just as poorly as the uh, the uh, right-wing trolls. Yes. <laughs> Which uh, I love, yeah. Everybody gets the knife in this Everybody one. sucks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but... Don Johnson brings her into the Marta into the room to yeah. talk about immigration. <laughs> yes, he's he's asking to get her, her perspective in a horrible, horrible moment, very yeah. uncomfortable. And then at some point, he just hands her his plate. Yeah. it's just like this little bit of perfect. She's not moment. the maid. No, <laughs> she is, she is a nurse. It's just a moment of uh, social cueing that is overwhelming. Yeah, he just goes, "Hey, just take this. I don't know who you. I don't really know what your job is. Just please take this plate. It's really, really good." Well. We've dilly dally long enough, Uh-oh. Sean, and it's time to get to Who Done It. Yeah, because the real answer to the Who Done It of this picture, yes, is I, I believe it will be our combined low main low man of the totem pole. Probably, there is one glaring weakness to this picture, mm-hmm. uh, and it, it bothered me less the first few times I've seen it. But I have a friend who uh, the first time I saw it, it, it this performance made him miserable. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe that in the hands of most actors, yeah. this is a like relished, perfect tie the whole movie together performance. Mm-hmm. But in in our in the role of our like Southern country fried Hercule Poirot yes. Benoit Blanc, we have cast, and I'm sure they they had to have him because you have to have the big name actor now to get something made. Yeah, James Bond himself, Daniel Craig plays Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc, and it is a really. Really dire performance. It's, I don't think I quite mind it as much as you, but it is way too absurd. I am from the South. Yes. I feel like I understand everything every maniac down here says. Yeah. And some of the shit he is saying is completely unintelligible. And what's funny is he's doing, like, we've seen this performance before. Yeah. He is doing uh, Val Kilmer's uh, Tombstone character, Doc uh, Holliday. He's doing Doc Holliday? He's just doing Doc Holliday, and I'm scared because he did this in another movie, that Soderbergh jam. Oh, Logan Lucky. Yeah, Logan Lucky. I'm scared that da- that Daniel Craig's going to haunt us with this, like Jeff Bridges <laughs> has been haunting us with Rooster Cogburn. Do you think he's going to be in fucking Bond? He's going to be like, Bond, I say, I say. Yeah, and shaking, 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 not stirred. Yeah. Pussy galore, I say, I say. That sounds like a double on tongue. He doesn't ruin the movie, and, you know, it still gets there, and he even has moments where he's still pretty funny because, you know, he's 
Daniel Craig, he's eminently likable. Yeah. He's James fucking Bond. Yeah. He's going to be likable. He's good to look at. Yeah. Pretty uh, eyes. Yeah, he's immaculately addressed. But he just doesn't do... Like, this should have been the Wadsworth from Clue role. Yeah. Where it's like, you've got this guy spinning all these plates. Holy shit, he has nailed this. Yes. You know, he's supposed to be Sherlock Holmes. And instead, he's just like... It, I mean, it, it's, it would be no different if he were asked to play Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. He's just not that type of actor. It's just woefully miscast. I don't even blame him. Yeah. This is just not the guy you want. I, like, I feel like I can't believe I'm saying this. Uh-oh. But I think you could put Joseph Gordon-Levitt, yes. the Ryan Johnson usual suspect guy, really good-looking guy. I think he would nail this. He would be really good. Yeah, I think he would totally destroy this. He's I just, good. There's a few. This is like Harrison Ford trying to play this role. It's just like, no, don't do this. No, he's not Southern. Yeah. yeah. Also, I think Joseph Gordon-Levitt is like so dead on with the Bruce Willis. Yeah. Oh, voice yeah. that oh, I yeah. think he could nail this Southern voice. Oh, he could do any voice. Like yeah. the Bruce Willis voice is like astonishing. Yeah. It's, it's like, like he sounds Island exactly yeah. like yeah. him. Yeah. But yeah, I. I mean, he you, nailed that weird um, uh, Edward Snowden voice for yes. God's sake. <laughs> yes. Mmm, <laughs> a classic. But that's really the only thing I don't like about the movie. That's I, the only thing. I think so. I, because this is my type of shit. Yes. Like a, a like a jaunty, like who done it with. A million references to a million things I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna like this. I yeah, I just like it. It is so well crafted. Yeah, I think that is something really nice about it. And we've already talked about that a hundred sure. times on this show so far. But yeah, it's just like every little bit matters. Everything looks good. There's so much texture and everything. There's right. lots of shit happening behind that is maybe important or maybe not important, but adds a little bit of fun to it. Um, people, I think I liked him better than you, but Lakeith Stanfield is maybe a little bit uh, he has understated some, in a way that he yeah. is usually overstated. He has some shitty lines he has to read. He probably has the weak worst. Weak sauce. Yeah, yeah. He has a motif rough. of saying the word weak sauce a lot. And yeah. And not doesn't ring true. No. But Ryan Johnson's like a 45-year-old white guy. It's fine. Yes. And you no, know, uh, Lakeith Stanfield's like the only person of color in the whole movie. Yes. But, well, I guess Marta is, of course. Yeah. But, you know, it's a very white bread movie, but it has to be because of, the, of the, the context of the picture. Yes. But uh, he just he's not given a whole lot, but he's fine. He's a good actor. He's, yeah. He's, he's one of those guys that doesn't let you down. But, every, I mean, everyone is fine, at mm-hmm. the very least, except for one guy who probably... Honestly, Craig is probably fine. Everybody else is just awesome. Everybody else is really, really good. Yeah. Um, is there a person... Okay, you already said Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Is there a person that you would want to play uh, Benoit Blanc like a dream person? Yes. Okay. Um, Bokeem Woodbine. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Denzel. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Give it to Denzel. Denzel, Denzel really is good. Benny Blanc. He would be really good at it. All right, okay, focus up, listen up. Here's the murder, here's the... I mean, yeah, that would be great. I mean, you're, there's a lot of guys. Like, I think uh, Tim Blake Nelson. Uh, are you familiar? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, from, like, yeah. all the Coen Brothers movies. Yes. That would be, like, insanely awesome at yes. it. Yes. Like, I, I think getting, like, a guy who specializes in Southerners would have been cool, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, this is just something that a really showy actor, like, if... Okay, say you have to get super... Uh, handsome. You have to be, get the handsomest man in the world. Yeah. McConaughey, this thing. Oh, yeah. McConge me. McConaughey would be really And then, of course, Walt, Doc Holliday himself, Val Kilmer, complete with a, a giant swollen head. tongue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> giant swollen tongue, Val Kilmer. It's a weird oh, fucking neck. Oh, 
That's fine by me. Is his tongue still like that? I don't know. Oh, poor Val. Poor Val. If you're listening, Val, we still love we you. love you so much. Man, I've watched him in some horrible movie, Twixt. It's fucking Coppola movie, and he is fucking insane in it. It is fucking insane. It's not very good, but there is one moment where he is let off the leash and he starts improvising, and it's oh, wonderful. <laughs> he just starts doing voices. Yeah, and he does Brando at one point. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's beautiful. It makes me wish that he was in all movies, being Val Kilmer. Yeah, he's so funny when he's good. I mean, fucking Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I love Kilby. Fucking MacGruber. Dude, MacGruber. Fuck, he's so good. MacGruber is one of the great lost films. <laughs> Like, why don't people talk about MacGruber in hushed tones? It's really fucking good. It's an excellent movie. It's fucking good. Uh, I have trailers. Hit me! Okay, this is what... We did not get a Dark Waters trailer, goddammit. We did not. We got many trailers. I only wrote down a few. If I don't oh. get to see Faux Bridges every time, if I don't get to see Faux Bridges, and uh, Faux Bridges, for those uninitiated, is... I don't know who this guy is, but he's in the Dark Waters trailer. Yeah. Why didn't... Faux Bridges is not dead. No. He's wearing Bo Bridges cosplay. Mm-hmm. Just put Bo Bridges in the movie. And then, of course, you have Mark Ruffalo with the immortal line reading of, Yes! You love this trailer. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not my favorite trailer of the year, though, because we saw that. Richard Jewell trailer. Richard Jewell trailer. Fucking rules. I'm certain this movie will suck because it's Clint Eastwood. That trailer is a banger. It can't, I mean, it can't be as good as The Mule. You have to admit that. No. Um, we, first of all, before trailers, as we were walking in, uh, we talk about this often, but each person at the Regal Theater has a small name tag. They sure And do. upon the name tag, it says, favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm obsessed it, with this shit. And then it says Although what it makes me look is. like I'm checking out titties all the time. Yes. Man it's, titties, usually. Yeah, usually. But titties of all persuasions. Yeah. Um, and usually it's something like, I don't know. Uh, it's almost like... I, Almost always something insane. I, I see a lot of times, I'll see like uh, something kind of kitschy. Yeah. Like there'll be sort of like a, a sweet little movie reference, but then usually it's just like, I, I've seen this one unbelievably twice, Avatar. Avatar. Mm-hmm. How can that be? I saw one guy who had the general, like, the, and I was like, do you mean the oh Buster Keaton God. movie? Yes, they like, did. I was like, he was like, yeah, and I was like, oh, that movie's fucking great, cool. Yeah, but that guy's, that guy's not great. Is he not I great? I promise that guy's not Is he great. pretending? Why would you put that as your favorite movie on it's your great movie. Tank? Okay, I don't know. What would you put, Sean? Uh, You'd put the fucking general, wouldn't you? No, God damn it. I'd put fucking Speed... Uh, if I was, Speed 2? No, I'd put Speed Racer. Pro- I'd probably put the you third man to, to yeah. like, you know, make people think I was cool. Um, but uh-huh. uh, one of my favorite ever... Uh, is was the new one. I put Cannibal Holocaust. <laughs> I like Ferox better. <laughs> um, it said favorite movies, plural. Yeah. And then it said Marvel movies. Fuck you, Marty Scorsese. <laughs> at Martin Scorsese. <laughs> you motherfucker, you. He loves all the Marvel movies. <laughs> I mean, I like some of the Marvel movies. I think he's referring to Fantastic Four 2. Oh. And the Fantastic Four Josh Trank reboot. Those are all great. Yeah. Uh, we saw many... He's tra- referring to Blade oh. Trinity. Oh, is that a Marvel movie? Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess technically it is, yeah. No doubt. 
Uh, we saw the Little Women trailer. Can't wait. Well, we saw the Emma trailer, which you thought was the Little Women trailer. Oh, that was embarrassing, yeah. And then we saw the Little Women trailer. Yeah, they set me up for that shit. Actually, both of them kind of look good. You really scoffed at me for that one, too. I'm sorry, you I didn't like, mean to. <laughs> you think, oh, oh, no, no, this isn't Jane Austen's uh, Emma. This, this, is, uh, this isn't Little Women, my friend. But, you, I mean, you're the one who's read Emma, if we're, if we're being honest. You told me you had. Um, I like Jane Austen. I like every iteration of Emma. Okay. Even like when they get all weird, like Jane Austen stuff works even when you like make it into Clueless. Okay. That shit works. Clueless is great. Yeah, that shit works. Uh, I think the Little Women trailer looks really good. Yeah. I wish I wish it made it Emma look, it made Emma look shitty being back to back. Yeah. 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 Um we saw Is it the worst trailer of the year? Maybe. We saw the Like a Boss trailer. Oh, it's Definitely, I think it might be the one that has depressed me the most. There have been a lot of bad trailers this year. I will say, one of my favorite movies of the year, The Kid Who Would Be King, yeah. had a horrible, horrible trailer. Correct. And it almost made me not watch it. Because sure. it was such a miserable trailer. And yeah. then when I watched the movie, I was like, oh, how did they manage to turn this great movie into a shitty trailer? But they nailed it. We live in a time where basically movies fall into two categories. like, And it's like... Am I glad this got made or not? Yes. And this movie, which stars Rose Byrne, and I don't know her name. Tiffany Haddish? Tiffany Haddish. As and Salma Hayek. Versus Salma Hayek in a battle of, like, empty bitches. Yes. Uh, I'm just, I don't, I, I'm sad. I understand who this is made for. Sure. I'm sad that these people are having movies made for them. Yeah. I feel like everyone should get their movies, but maybe not those people. Maybe not those people. <laughs> and I then, just, and then, like, I just know it's a big, expensive ball of shit. I just don't know how. How do you, do you make Salma Hayek look weird? Salma Hayek, who is not a weird-looking woman. No, she's like a beautiful woman. Her, her scene in Desperado. An awakening of sorts for yeah, men of our age. Sure, <laughs> it's like she's absurdly hot, even even if she is uh, in you know go, getting up in years these days. I respect that they did not give away any of their best stuff in this trailer. No, they're saving it. They have put they've put no jokes at all in that trailer. They they had a woman spit goat milk on another lady. Gaffal. Yeah. Uh, there, there were carb jokes, Botox jokes, Botox jokes. I mean, this this movie is basically made to be played at your like stepmother's sugar and spice sex toy party with her other. Oh God damn it! But it also seems like it's from two thousand four or something. Like Botox jokes, it's horrendous. Are so old. It's uh, a shameful picture. <laughs> it's shameful. It makes me sad. I get depressed. Yeah. It's like when we watched that at game night, and I was like, I'm sad that movie existed. You hated game night. Yeah, that movie was for people who play cards against humanities. Humanities specifically, it was specifically for them. Yeah, and I was just like, "Damn it!" And yeah. it was like a forty million dollar picture. You're How more, much was this budget? At least twenty, right? They have to be. Oh, damn it! You're more of an apples to apples guy, right? Well, I don't know that one. Okay. Um, Magic the Gathering. Yes. <laughs> you, I like that one too. You want to play Axis and Allies, motherfucker? Whoa! Um, Let's just play Clue again. Okay. Play Clue. I'm bad at Clue. I'm bad at all games. Play Mafia. Okay. Uh, we also saw the trailer for Bombshell, directed by Jay Roach. What is this shit where all the bad comedy directors are fair to middling? Let's do that. Yeah. Because I like some Adam McKay movies. Oh, yeah. They're, are they just going to all make Adam McKay-type movies now? I guess so. Is that what it's going to be? That's going to be 
irksome. Although, let's get back to am I glad or sad this movie exists? I like movies that, like, kind of have a point to them. Yeah. I think political movies should exist. Sure. Uh, so I'm kind of glad this is like an anti-Fox News, bus mm-hmm. Fox News balls. I demand that John Lithgow as Roger, uh, Robert Isles, Roger Isles? Roger Ro- Ailes. Roger Ailes. I demand that the sex scene between John Lithgow and Margot Robbie be present in the movie and be unsimulated. Ooh, yeah. I'll watch that. <laughs> also, I think it's insane how much Charlize Theron looks like Megyn Kelly. It's, like, disquieting. Sure. It's she, like, could, she could look like Eileen Voronos. So I, I know, but it's... I honestly don't know what any of these women look like, so all their makeup jobs freak me out. If They look weird. So is it good? They all look like them? I mean, Margot Robbie just looks like Margot Robbie. Oh, man, but she's good looking. She's a hot lady. Three beautiful ladies, but they, like... Uh, Theron and Kidman look like aliens to me. They I look, assume that they, the they real look people look like aliens. Weird. Well, man, if you see the Megyn Kelly, yeah. if they put them next, next to each side. other, you'll be like, wow, they, they look startlingly alike. I mean, it also means that Charlize doesn't look at all like Charlize. Like, you yeah. see her, and then sometimes she turns her head, and you're like, whoa, is that Charlize Theron? What right, the right. fuck happened to her head? Right. Um, I have no clue if this... The, the trailer doesn't make this movie look good. Uh, that doesn't always mean it's, it's Jay not. Roach jam. Jay I've seen his Roach. ass since like the Love Guru. Did he direct the Love Guru? <laughs> I don't actually know. Oh, I know he did the Austin Powers movies. That's oh all I got. boy. Well, it doesn't look as good as the first Austin Powers. <laughs> <laughs> it might be better than Goldmember. I don't know. Um, do you have any other special things that you want to say about Knives Out and our wonderful evening watching it? Nah. It was. It's a. I give it. Uh, I give it two knives up. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two knives up. I say, I say, you should go see this picture. And while you're going to see the picture, while you're sitting in your seat, waiting to watch the movie, trying to fall asleep through some of the trailers, would you like this podcast? Rate um, this podcast. Rate it. Subscribe to it. Share it. Download it. Yes. Tell your kids. Those are probably all the options. Tell your wife. Tell your sister wife. It's probably the only podcast that has like 15 F-bombs about the Mr. Rogers movie. Absolutely. So you have to tell people about it. It's very important. Fred fucking Rogers. (laughs) It's Mr. Goddamn It's a beautiful day in the fucking neighborhood. Hey, neighborhood. (sighs) Friend? It's good to be back. Welcome back. And also, goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) And also... Court is adjourned. Bon appetit. Bon appetit. Bon appetit.